am I going to do? I've watched it so many times and I keep having the same feeling. I think... I think I kind of like Spider-Man 3. But I feel like no one in the world feels the way I do. I just wish I had someone to talk to. What, what, what was that? Is someone there? Remember that part where there's that cool Sandman fight in the subway? So underrated. How about that time Peter dances down the street in his new black suit? So misunderstood. What about when Harry and Peter team up to fight Venom and save Mary Jane? So good. I kind of like Spider-Man 3. I want to talk about it too, Scott. That's why I've been looking for you. Looking? For, for me? Oh yeah. I know all about you. You do? Like what? Like the fact that we've recorded 245 podcasts covering every minute of Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, so if we stop now, it just doesn't seem right to me. Wait, that you, Zach? Look, I want to talk about Spider-Man 3. You want to talk about Spider-Man 3. Together, its bad reputation doesn't stand a chance. Interested? Yeah. But where can people find us? Oh, my spider sense is tingling, if you know what I mean. And it's telling me that they should look for Spider-Man Minute Season 3 on DuelingGenre.com or wherever they get their podcasts this summer. Everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one, I don't know, pizza delivery guy beating up minute at a time. I'm your host, Scott Toffey. With me, as always, are our panel of turtle co-hosts and experts, Chris O'Connor. I was going to say one fainting young man at a time. That, that works. works. That's kind of seductive. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And Adam Sheehan. Well, hello. Well, hello. Uh, so we are here in minute 31. We are joined by a friend of the show, uh, Ms. Allison Grimm. Hi, Allison. I prefer side chick of the show. Side, I'll, I'll side chick it. of the show? That's yes. pretty good. That's a good title. I like that title. Good job, you. Because we're a little bit closer than friends, you know. Yeah. But we're not I mean, like, emotionally close. We're all more than friends here. I mean, Allison and I, if, if anyone's familiar with Titanic Minute or Mean Girls Minute knows what happens when Allison and I get on a podcast together. That's right. I hope you boys know that you're in for a late night. Was this a mistake? <laughs> I, I was Probably. planning on it. Um, yes, it we was. Won't, we won't talk about the Hemsworth brothers unless you really want us to. I have no I problem I don't really with that. see how they're going to fit into this conversation, but okay. Oh, they, oh we'll we, make them. <laughs> we've we've you, made it fit. You can make the Hemsworths fit. Okay. Into Titanic. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I, I into smell Titanic, some, uh, so. some Casey Jones fanfic coming on here is what I smell. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. um, but anyway, hi. How are you doing, Allison? I'm good. I just want to check with you guys. This is about the 2016 Michael Bay movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Out of the Shadows yes. featuring oh, Seamus. Right? Go uh, away. Yes. <laughs> We've Wait already covered it. <laughs> Time out. Allison. Yes. This is really important. Wrestling fan? Duh, yeah. Yes! Yes. Uh, All right, you mean that. Chris is outnumbered. Uh, oh. Speaking uh, of Seamus, Rachel, should I tell them my Seamus story? 
Um, I don't know if it's appropriate. Maybe off mic. Okay. You have an inappropriate Seamus story? I had a dream about Seamus once. Oh. oh. Well, who hasn't? I mean, that's not that. too weird. So we can put that in the Facebook chat. If you're a, a member of our Facebook listener group, we can have uh, Allison tell her story over there, or we can relay it either way. Uh, but Allison, hi, welcome. I can make one up. What, what, yeah. I can make one up, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, guys, I want to start the show. <laughs> this, this is, is going to be a long this night. Is you're right. Holy cow. Um, so she Allison, brought the show. You come to us via Rachel and, and some co-hosting spots that you've done with her, but what brings you to the world of Ninja Turtles? And P.S. No, this is not the uh, 2016 one. We're talking about the 1991. It Bye. was in the intro in case you were listening. I wasn't. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> uh, Very few people do. But what, was, brings you, what brings you to Turtle fandom? I was brought to Turtle fandom by being a child in the 1990s. Yeah, okay. So that's, that's really a good story. Yeah. Works yeah. for me. Yeah. Solid start. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty much the default for anyone. It's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good age. origin story right there. Yeah. yeah, I was like six. What else was I gonna do? Right. Uh, wrestling. That's about it. it yeah. Ninja Turtles. Wrestling. See, I didn't get into wrestling until I was in my twenties. What? I uh, yeah. Uh. Oh man. Well, anyway, what do you remember? Like the first time you saw the turtle movies? Vaguely, the one I remember watching the most as a child was uh, Turtles in Time. Was that? Number oh, the three? Third, it was the actually just three, called yeah. Turtles 3. Called? For some reason, they didn't subtitle it. I don't know why. But oh, it was Turtles just in Turtles Time 3. was the video game, right? Yeah. Correct. The okay, much better I remember piece playing that. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I was a giant weeb from an early age and was really fascinated by Japanese culture. And I think <laughs> that might have been because Turtles 3. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. I suppose that could do it. Yeah. Um, Turtles 3, Kevin Eastman's uh, second favorite Ninja Turtles movie. Just interesting point of fact. Uh, but we are here to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, and we are going to do that starting with minute 31 today. Uh, this is actually the first brand new minute we've recorded in, I want to say, about 50 two months. years. Well, seriously, <laughs> it's it's been a long time since we sat down and did a minute that we hadn't already done two times now, prior. What, what, so. what was it Rose said? <laughs> I've waited for 80-something years to throw it's this been, priceless diamond. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> and I can still smell the fresh paint. <gasps> the china had never been used. <laughs> okay, back on our show, guys. Well, Watch anyway... <laughs> We love Titanic. Leave us alone. Everyone loves Titanic. Do we? Remember when great. you remember when you brought you brought home those Titanica replica dishes, and then bad stuff started happening around the house. N- no, <laughs> you the and soft- your superstitions. <laughs> yeah, you and your superstitions. It's just, it's cursed China. It's, it's a, a replica. replica. It's not it's cursed. cursed. I bought it at a museum. Like it was made in China. <laughs> How would it be cursed? Hey guys, let's uh, let's use our it, limited spiritual energy to curse the replicas. It did break. Well, can we curse a Ninja Turtles toy? Uh. I'm sure you could. I mean, I don't know who <laughs> would or or why or to what extent. This oh, there's is, a lot of uh, this is my, this is my cursed wingnut. Look into his larger eye. <laughs> <laughs> if any if any turtles toy would be cursed, it would be wingnut for sure. I don't know. Isn't there that pizza guy toy too with like the weird like wooden leg? <laughs> yeah, he's like a chef. Peg leg pizza beat. <laughs> yeah. But there is there a process for like conjuring a spirit into a thing? Oh god. Probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll I'm pretty sure line. they go into detail on it and Buffy on like I, six I, or seven. They episodes. made nine Chucky movies. I'm sure that's... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's a Chucky movie. I was yeah. talking about real life. Is Chucky real life? Is what you're asking? I mean, if we yeah. want to c- connect this back to Japan, Shintoism believes that all inanimate objects are imbued with a certain uh, spiritual energy. Well, there oh, it is. There you go. Minute thirty-one. <laughs> yes. How did, where does this start? What happened? Okay, so, so minute thirty-one right. starts with uh, Raphael has just got his foot stomped on by Kino. Good, and the it, good, boys good are, in-step stomp. Boys are trying that's, that's to some calm solid him down. self-defense class. And uh, the minute ends with Michelangelo about to start some uh, some punishment, and that's not as exciting as it sounds. Mm. Uh, but yeah, minute thirty-one. Uh, the first thing that I notice when I watch this minute is I'm listening to all the sort of background commotion that the turtles are doing as Raphael approaches Kino for which to murder him. And it occurs to me that whatever Leonardo is doing with his hands and his body has no relation to the words that are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> like, it just doesn't match. Like, if you watch the minute, <laughs> he, like, puts up his hands in, like, a, you know, I'm about to bow to you kind of posture, like fist in palm of hand. <laughs> and then he throws like like a peace sign, a three fingered peace sign. Well, it's like the Diamond Dallas Page uh, <laughs> hand symbol. Yeah. yeah, the diamond cutter. Yeah, that's what he's doing. And, he's doing a diamond cutter. And Michelangelo is petting Raphael, like like you I chew the that. puppy. Shh, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. It just it like reminds me of rolling. <laughs> Pretty kitty. Well, he Aww. jumps over the couch from the other side of the room to do so. <laughs> it reminds me of the scene in Wayne's World when uh, it, the first one, when Wayne, uh, Garth is about to get his hair cut by the suck cut, mm. and Wayne's all like, "Pixie dust, pixie dust." He's like, "Calm down." <laughs> Just the first Heather Locklear's there. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> Heather. Anyway. <laughs> the leprechaun man. That scene. That's what it is. All right. Yeah. I had to remember for a minute. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, this whole like, and you know, Raph hates having his head petted too, right? Like that's, yeah. had that happened to any other point in his life, he would just like sock Mikey right in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, stop in, in three seconds, Mikey goes from a sitting position to over the couch, over to the other side of the room, and then petting Raph in the head. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. He ran across the room to do that. Ralph, Ralph's got a pretty pettable head. <laughs> it's shiny like an egg. It does have this nice we glare it for to luck. it. Is, who's the one at the end? Is it Donnie at the end of the first movie where he he uh, he rubs his head and does like a nyak nyak and like flicks sweat at Shredder or something? Oh, yeah, that is Donnie. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I, I do like this, uh, the Kino mullet. Also, we get this sort of over-the-back shot of Kino, and he's got his, you know, That's like my only note for this minute. Yeah, he's got some, <laughs> he's got some pretty 90s hair. That, that's, Allison, that's a, talk to us about the mullet. Oh, um, I don't know really, what that sound means. It's really bad. Uh, <laughs> it kind of looks fake. There's a lot of L.A. looks going on here. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of gel. It's very shiny in ways that it shouldn't be, and it doesn't really have a lot of shape. It's not like a well-tended mullet. It's, it's, it's no, sort of it's no Uncle Jesse mullet. I'll, I'll yeah, say that. yeah, he it's, looks like I'd he just hasn't gotten close. a haircut in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, he's, he's, he's a high school kid. Yeah, the weirdest thing about this mullet I shouldn't say weirdest. The, the the grossest thing. I don't want to say too much because I really want Ernie Ray's to come on our show. But the <laughs> grossest thing about this mullet is the fact that you can just 
he's got a white collar underneath it, and you just see the hair like over this white collar, so it like accentuates sort of the the, the how it just I don't looks know. grown out. Yeah, it just looks like shaggy and a little greasy, and not. Mm. It's just it's it's not great. Uh, I can't imagine what that would look like at a big screen, but not good. And then something even grosser happens: Splinter's hand. Splinter's hands are disgusting. I do and not like Splinter in this minute. Really, and neither does Kino. <laughs> <laughs> he was he fine. With, he was fine with the hands. giant turtles, but when the Rat Man showed up, he just went full fainting Southern Bale. Yeah. You do get the Rat Man. <laughs> you get kind of a lot of gross parts of Splinter in this one. You get like. You know his ear, which is like thin and cartilagey and gross looking. It looks like a, like a dried up wavy lays. Mm-hmm. And and somehow in New York the lighting got better and it's a lot easier to see all the details. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they move above ground and all of a sudden the turtles just don't look so good anymore. He he kind of um, reminds me of one of those like really really old dogs like they they've got cataracts all their teeth are oh. missing oh like hunter <laughs> like Sad. hunter yeah they're like See, missing they're like missing most of their hair and the owner's like isn't he adorable and you're like uh-huh <laughs> and there's one eye that's just white <laughs> <laughs> See, i thought that from the side he kind of looked like the the dog from full metal alchemist oh oh um, the, the dog little girl oh oh no similar hair situation <laughs> Yeah, kind of matted and mangy. It makes me feel sad in the same place in my yeah, heart. If oh. if people have watched Full Metal Alchemist, they'll know what what we're talking about. And his fingers just look like ugh. month old Jimmy Dean breakfast sausages. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great over the shoulder shot here. And Kino clearly has the same reaction because just like everyone who meets Splinter for the first time, he just passes out cold. He does this great thing where he rolls his eyes back first. Like I have it, I have it paused on sixteen seconds, and Kino looks like he's about to control the weather. <laughs> he's turning it's into storm. <laughs> like his eyes rolled back. He's got like his his heads up. Like the the, the sky gets a little bit dark. He's like Bran. He's about to go into Hodor. <laughs> he's staring. <laughs> Well, he does it twice too. Like he does a blink and an eye roll, and then tries to shake it off, and then he like can't. It just overcomes him. <laughs> and you he know, falls. I've never, I've never oh, seen ahead, someone faint and their eyes roll back in their head like that. Like, it, it, and fainting is never a graceful thing. It's like you're up and then you're down. Yeah, you're just. I don't on know the if I've actually ever seen anyone straight up faint before. I don't. Think I have I ever fainted. Have. Really? Fainting is yeah, fainting is very strange. Um, I had to have a blood test taken, and I hadn't eaten breakfast yet, and I just ah. collapsed. It wasn't like a oh weird needles. Mm. Like were you were you sitting down or were you standing? I was uh, I was sitting in a chair. But yeah, I've never seen somebody faint from a standing position. I but passed I fell, out. But I yeah. fell out of yeah. the chair, like onto the ground. I, I it's weird. I think it happened like once to me in college. Like I was sitting, I was like on the ground. <laughs> Uh, and I hadn't eaten in a long time, and I had worked out like recently. I was like really dehydrated and hungry and kind of woozy, and I like went from laying down to like I popped up on my feet, and then I just crumpled. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, there was an episode of America's Top Model or whatever, and one girl fainted while Tyra was being Tyra, and she was just I, standing, and then bam on the floor. Yeah, like a Tyra has that effect on people. Well, she had it's like the some. Smize. She had like some pre-existing medical condition, and she just happened to faint while Tyra was saying something. Tyrophobia. 
<laughs> no. Um, you guys want to hear a super manly story? Yes. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I have one little tiny tattoo on my wrist. It's my only tattoo on my body. And when I finally made a decision to go get it, as I was like 27 years old, uh, and it's it's like of a 45 record adapter uh, spindle. So oh, I yeah. went to go get it, and I hadn't had breakfast or anything. So I'm sitting in the chair, and the dude's like, "All right, does this hurt?" I'm like, "No, it doesn't hurt at all." So he 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 starts going. I'm like, "Hey, man, can I just get a drink of water?" <clears throat> He's like, "Yeah, no problem." And the next thing I remember, I'm waking up from a dream with my head in my best friend's hands, like apparently <laughs> foaming at the mouth, and he's in front of me with two cups of water. He's foaming like, at the oh, mouth. Oh, thank God you woke up. <laughs> apparently, I passed Everybody out from- had, Everyone grabbed a glass of water. Like, <laughs> I apparently passed out from one little line on my tattoo. So That's super so manly, cute. super butch. <laughs> well, Chris, you you do combat sports. Have you oh, ever yeah. been knocked out? Oh, is absolutely. it is it any different than that? Oh, uh, yeah, it's different. It's it's you know um, a lot more painless, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, you don't you don't see it coming. Like I've been I've been knocked unconscious by strikes, and I've been choked unconscious a lot more than that. Um, and it, I don't want to hear about that. That, yeah. <laughs> that can't be healthy. What? Well, no, like the the KO the KO is from um, from Look, from strikes. I thought you said this podcast was PG. Okay, it, it is. we don't want to hear about about you being the worst out. one. The the very worst one was this big Russian guy got me into like a, 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 be- a belly got me in a belly to belly suplex and like I'm my listening. arms were my arms my arms were trapped under, so I wasn't able to like uh, brace at all, and I landed on my temple like into the mats, and like I. I was out for like a I was out for like 30 seconds and like I peed myself a little. It was really bad. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard that when people faint they can lose all lose control all control of their bodily yeah. functions. Mm. That's oh, that would awful. Be super like childbirth. Yeah. But question, did you ever make a sound like a quarter hit in a bucket like Kino does when he passes out in this minute? <laughs> no. No, I, I never made any adorable uh, comedic sounds. No Hanna Barbera sound effects coming from when you pass out on the mat. Nope, nope. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, what is that? You know, sound? If, if there was if there was a sound to have, like when I got knocked unconscious, like I could imagine like getting choked out and like hearing that sort of slide whistle. That'd be that would be a good or, or a sad trombone. That I was going to say a trombone. That would yeah. be a good sound to hear as you're getting choked out. Oh, yeah, did, did Kino fall wah, into a, a bucket or something? Yeah, it'd be what? funny if it was just like a bunch of bowling pins getting knocked down. <laughs> I fully expected to hear the cat like Meow, as he <laughs> fell down. <laughs> yeah. So Donnie does something that I like here, and there's not a, a whole lot that I like in the Donatello puppeteering in this film, as we've pointed out, but he's the only one that reacts to Kino actually falling, and at times with the sound effect really nicely. Like none of the other turtles flinch. Splinter just watches him go down like he doesn't even care. <laughs> he's just, but, eh. but Donnie's like, whoa, my God, I'm startled by this. He's like clutching whoa. his pearls. This isn't the first person to faint in front of Splinter. That's right? also a good point. So he's he's kind of used to it. He's just like, ugh, again. again. Not this again. <laughs> Humans and their human weakness. <laughs> I like that no one tries to catch him. Yeah. They all just like <laughs> they're like, ninjas he, for God's sake. Like he blinks, starts to get woozy, his eyes roll back, and, and then they just watch him and fall. And he on the came ground. in like so cavalier and ready for giant man-sized turtles, but the rat. For some reason, that's the rat, is, it's just, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's as far as his suspension of disbelief will stretch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as the minute continues, we transition to this uh, shot out April's window of the thunderstorm, which I kind of like that they did the thunderstorm setting for the 
uh, the tail end of the yeah. origin. That's some really uh, good thunder sound effects. I like that. Oh my That's... god, he did control the weather. Yeah, <laughs> he is storm. Do you know what happens to a giant rat when it gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. All right, thanks. That's pretty funny. Um, so after Kino summons a thunderstorm, uh, we catch the tail end of the origin. I am thankful they did not go through the entire origin story here. Um, but they go through, you know, enough of it to, uh, to in case you somehow don't know who the turtles are, you kind of get a little bit of an idea. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do a last time on Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. um, and we don't get any fun, like, uh, fade to black, superimposed modern times on the visage of the ancient past kind of camera work that we got from mm-hmm. the first movie. No fun John Dupre bongos and whatever. Um, but Kino... Yeah, exactly. Kino is enraptured by this story. He's He's sitting at Splinter's feet like he's about to say, like... Gee golly, Master Splinter, tell me more. <laughs> but there, there is this nice little violin suite happening behind it from John Dupre. Yeah. yeah, very gentle. Um, And we don't hear a lot of sort of pretty music in the Turtles movies, so it's kind of nice to get a little bit of that. I think, personally, that's uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, John, John Dupre does a lot in these movies. Like, he... He hits different genre notes a lot, and it's it's always fun. It's a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of like in the shot, I'm actually noticing for the first time in this shot at about 32 seconds in that April is actually sitting with the turtles as well. You hmm. can see her over uh, behind uh, Kino, yeah. which I had, I had not oh. noticed before. She's there the whole time. She's just lurking <laughs> in the background. Just lurking. Okay, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do we think about Splinter's introduction of the turtles here? Does anyone have thoughts on this? Um, well, I mean, if you Google Renaissance artists, those are like the first four that come up. I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hadn't been around, would those be the first four to come up? <laughs> well, yeah. so according to this list I found on, uh, on, um, Ranker, Leonardo is kind of down the list. Like it starts off with Botticelli, of Titian, Caravaggio, Bellini, Brunelleschi, and then the the rest kind of fall in. I mean, Michelangelo is up there, but the others not so much. Mm. You wonder if they picked those four artists because they had the most modern sounding ancient Italian yeah, names. Like, maybe. Like, yeah. Ca- Caravaggio is a mouthful. Botticelli, <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. Botticelli. Yeah. Could you imagine a bunch of kids like running through Car- a playground yelling that they want to Car- be other Car- Renaissance <laughs> artists? I want to be Bernini. <laughs> I want to be Hieronymus Bosch. Uh, definitely Bosch. Yeah, he made those Bosch. like weird, those weird like chicken eating paintings. Wait a minute. Can we can we hypothesize the personalities? Rubens. Can we hypothesize the personalities of four alternately named Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Rubens oh. is a perv. Which, so Rubens, mm-hmm. is, what about Botticelli? Rubens is totally a perv. Botticelli liked um, large women. Ooh. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, they kind of all did. Yeah, they, um, they all did. That was, that was the thing then. Titian? Bosch would definitely be like a goth kid. Yeah. yeah. Which one's the party dude? Bosch. No, no. Well, mm. ba- Bosch is like, like so over Bosch? it. Yeah. I feel He's like Bosch bougie. might even be like the dude who's like the, the champion skier. 
of the group. Maybe somewhere out there, there's like he's an got art a history major who's just like, "This is my moment." There's, there, there's always <laughs> Titian You're getting it all who, wrong. who had this problem with drawing too many vertebrae. Like, oh, there's this one painting where this girl's kind of reclining and her spine is way too long. So Titian would just be a weird, lanky dude. You know, it, I just had a funny thought of like. A librarian in 1990 hearing a bunch of kids run out to the recess yard going like, I want to be Donatello. I want to be Raphael. <laughs> and she's just like, it's so great to hear them oh, no. so enthusiastic about the arts. <laughs> I've inspired them. Like it's recess time and they're still talking about art class. <laughs> I want to be Brunelleschi. <laughs> <laughs> and they find out it's just these surfer turtles. Yeah. But there's that one kid who's like, oh, we're playing Renaissance painters, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. The the, the, the the like uh, English exchange student. He's like he's he's like upside down underneath the uh, like you know the jungle gym like trying to paint it. He's like this is my ceiling, guys. <laughs> so you really didn't understand this game at all, did dude. You? You're not getting it. Um, I I sort of like the uh, this introduction scene here and and how we kind of go through it. Once again, you get a little taste of the turtles' personalities. Like Leonardo bows. Mikey's just like hey, this is me. Donatello is, you know, a nerd. <laughs> and uh, Raphael just like could care less. Um, Raphael, as he's holding his Nerf football. Which, is there anything more 1991 than a Nerf football? <laughs> actually, minor correction. This list actually starts off with Leonardo, <laughs> Michelangelo, ah. Raphael, ah. and Donatello. Ah. And Botticelli is number five. Oh, Kelly. Okay. Uh, hmm. And then, the, and then Titian, the lost and turtle, Durr, and Giotto, and it just keeps going and going. But I thought they were further down on the list. I apologize. So you guys know how I do that thing sometimes where I don't hear the jokes in the movie. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it takes me twenty years <laughs> to figure out what they mean. It happens again here. Okay. Oh, no. okay. I don't think I understood the all the good ones end in O gag. Until probably, if not my late teens, my early twenties. Well, oh, I just got that. Yeah, Scott. When okay, I, was writing, I don't feel so bad. When I was writing the notes, my original comment on this was all the good ones end in O. Nobody likes Leo, and then I wrote Leo ends in O, and then I immediately <laughs> deleted that line. I was like, why did I? Why did I also type Leonardo. out this whole thought? It's the, Leonardo definitely ends it out. Yes. Yeah. I, it took me like for years. I was like, I don't, all the good ones send and I don't get what that means. And then it hit me like Leonardo. Oh, Michael Lynch. Oh, Raphael. They're ragging on Raph. Yes. <laughs> and I'm an idiot. Like, how does it that I've missed so many of these things as a child? I was, I was a dumb child. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say I was not a smart child. <laughs> oh, that's I, no, I really mean it. I, I think I was stupid. I think I was dumb. Maybe maybe you weren't as perceptive. Or, or at least I inattentive. I say stupid. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. All the good things end in O. There's a dirty joke there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I, I thought that's what we were talking about. Oh, no. No, no. I wait. literally didn't get the I'm actual joke. I'm just a perv. I don't, now, I don't see the dirty joke either. Because O is short. You know what? We'll tell you all, off, all the, Mike, Adam. Yeah, we'll tell you offline. <laughs> we'll tell we'll you tell when, when you're, you're older. older. <laughs> I got it. You'll, you'll understand it when you're older. <laughs> so, well, uh, sweetie, when a man and a woman really love each other. So Raphael chases Michelangelo. 
<laughs> for all the kids listening, let's segue <laughs> here. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, not for nothing, at 47 seconds, Michelangelo is making an O shape with his hands, and it just kind of looks like he's about to smoke a joint. Mm. Yeah. Everyone go to 47 seconds and look at it, and you'll be really happy. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, I think I just found my new profile picture. <laughs> just yeah, just just Photoshop a joint in there, and it's perfect. <laughs> Donatello's looking at him with it doesn't a, even a need it. He's just like just down to the very bottom of it. Yeah, like you could post that on social media, and people would be like, "Oh, I totally remember the scene where Mikey smokes a joint in Turtle." <laughs> <laughs> that happened, that right? Sounds like Michelangelo, right? Sounds exactly. <laughs> um. So Raph gets up to to chase Mikey. Kino is amused by all this, and Splinter now sends Michelangelo back to do some flips. And I always liked Mikey's reaction of, like, he already knew what the punishment was before Splinter even doled it out. That seems to be always good. Yeah, uh, it's probably happened a lot. I like how he's muttering to himself, like, (laughs) uh, every time. Yeah, Splinter makes him do burpees. (laughs) (laughs) The Ninja Turtles doing CrossFit. <laughs> Raphael has a nice little body language reaction in the background of the scene too when Mikey has to walk over he kind of gives a little bit of a swagger like ha, take that jerk <laughs> so and that brings us to the end of the minute right before Mikey does his first uh, backflip and I'm looking at the last frame and noticing that the stunt head Michelangelo has a very snub nose I don't know if that's just my oh, video weird. or the hmm. Or the actual head they used in the scene had a shorter nose so that they could do flips better. What are you are you saying that the that the costumes in this movie might be bad? Hey, no, I would never say that. <laughs> you you watch your mouth, Allison. <laughs> no, I actually really like the costumes, but with the, some of the stunt heads are not, let's say, you know, quote great. Um, but yeah, this one in particular just looks odd in this shot. It looks like it has a very snubby snout. Mm. I think it, I think what it is is the spiral staircase in the background. His nose goes right up against it, so the flat edge of the stairs kind of bleed into the the end of his nose, and it just looks really strange. Yeah, it is a very mm-hmm. peculiar shot. Um, that brings us to the end of this minute, Allison. What did you have? You, you've done a movies by minute. Titanic was movie by minute, right? Right. So you've done a couple of these formats. I so, have. Okay, what do you think? Better or worse? You can say better. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I will never say anything is better than Titanic. Fair. You watch your you watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> How Okey-dokey. dare you? I'm sorry. I'm fine. We don't need that from you. <laughs> um. So, I, I, man, I, I feel bad. You don't really have anything to plug. I know you and Rachel are kind of working on a, a secret thing that is not quite fleshed out yet, so we won't spill the beans on that. But, but I'm just uh, here to have a good time. We like to <laughs> we like to tease people, so there's there will be stuff coming. I yes. know something you don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I guess you can get... Anyone else have final thoughts on this minute? No? No. All right. On Listen, to the we'll, next one. At, at mm. some point this week, we'll find the rhythm of this whole thing. Yeah, it took <laughs> like us said, seven it's... minutes to get to this to this minute. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think I think this is this is a great Monday. Happy Monday, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope you're getting off to a better Monday than we are here at Ninja mm. Turtles Minute. Hey, I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, catch us at TMNT Minute on Twitter and Instagram, and you can always get us on the listener Facebook group, the Ninja Turtles Minute Facebook, whatever the hell it's called. You'll find it. Google it. Google it. Search for it in Facebook. 
DuelingGenre.com for all your other fantastic podcast needs. For the crew here, for Allison Grimm, I am Scott, they are them, and this has been Ninja Turtles Minute number 31. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Cowabunga.